Hey guys, what is up? Big Drewski here. You're listening to the Little Tangerine Show. Technically, this might be considered a mini sode if it's uh, if you're listening to this intro. So uh, I want to say thank you to all the new likes, all the new subscribes, follows, shares. You guys are killing it. Uh, our numbers are through the roof, and that's all because of you guys. Uh, if you hadn't already, click like, click subscribe. There's a su- surprising number of you guys that listen constantly but have not subscribed yet. All that does is just, you know, give you notification. Casper's not going to show up at your doorstep with a, you know, bouquet of flowers and, you know, trying to to, to start something, you know, long-term with you guys or nothing like that. Nothing crazy, okay? It's just literally you'll get a notification every time I do a podcast. If you haven't already, check out www.bigdrewski.com. That's the new website. Um, there's different tabs. Uh, you got the sports collections. If you click on the little picture on the top, it's basically just me selling off my sports collections to make room for more Vol stuff. Uh, there's a freebies tab. Um, basically, anytime I come across a good deal or promotion or whatever, I want to let you guys know about it. Like right now, Klarna is giving away $10 off your first purchase. If you don't know what Klarna is, it's kind of like having a credit card without having a credit card. The only time it hurts your score is if you do not make a payment or you're late on a payment. But what they do, they front you the money for your purchase at a major retail store like Walmart, Bass Pro Shop, Target, eBay. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Like if there's a major retailer that you can think of, it's probably on there. But they will front you the money for it. And then what they'll do is you'll pay, you know, you basically split it up into four payments. You pay 25% of the purchase up front. And then you'll wait a week, pay another 25%, wait a week, and then so on and so forth. Splits that payment up over four payments every other week. Makes it a little easier to pay off. And the best part is it don't even accrue interest. All you got to do is pay it off in time. I use it all the time. It's been an absolute game changer. If you got a big game coming up and you want to get some new merch from your favorite team or whatever, it's awesome. Also, make sure you check out the Depot Print House. That's my favorite local print shop. They've got all the goodies, baby, all kinds of, of custom design ball stuff. They've got, you know, and I mean, to be honest with you, if you got a project, uh, if you've got a family reunion, church get together, you know, whatever. If you got an event coming up and you need some merchandise designed and produced, they got the hookup for you. Check out the Depot Print House over there off West Emory Road in Powell, Tennessee. I love it. Love their shop. Love what they do. And you can support local businesses, so it's all good. So, all the intros out of the way, baby. Let's go ahead and get on into the show. Go Vols. What up? What up, all you little tangerines out there? Welcome, welcome. Big Drewski here. You're listening to the... Little Tangerine Show. If you haven't already, click like, click subscribe. Check out the website. Um, you know, I, I've been waiting. You know, I've not really gotten any voicemails yet. Um, you know, the voicemail section of this is, uh, you know, I've, I've well, I've had a few and I've played them, but uh, you know, I, I keep waiting on y'all to leave me some some funny voicemails to play in the show. It's still nothing. Uh, if you're interested in that, you know, check out. Uh, the website or the link tree l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e um all that out of the way uh the intros are long enough i need to trim them down 
but uh, you know, I'm on the go so much it gets a little, a little crazy from time to time. I will go ahead and tell y'all in advance, this is going to be primarily a Vols-related podcast, so if you're not a fan of the Vols, you know, uh, feel free to stop now if you are. Continue listening! And if you're not a fan of the Vols, but you just want to see where this goes and you got nothing better to do, then hey, awesome. I guess just continue doing what you're doing, listening to me talk right now. Um... So I do apologize. I'm a little delayed. Um, Casper, uh, for those of you who follow the lives pretty regularly, he's not been on the last couple. I know he's out there listening. Maybe not right now, but at some point. But, um, you know, he's uh, had a family issue a couple weeks back. Last week, he, you know, he had uh, some extended hours with his son there. And then this upcoming week, he's going to go watch cars go in circles. So I'm not sure if he'll be back this upcoming weekend or not. Uh, we might be able to squeeze one in. but So I just went old school. <clears throat> I've just been doing the live streaming, playing a little NCAA 14 on the lives. Just kind of taking it back to my roots. And it's actually been really fun. Um, it's been really productive. You guys got a kick out of uh, we. uh <laughs> We uh, tried to bring a little redemption to Rocky Top. You know, we, we replayed um, Tennessee versus South Carolina, which is funny because it started off a little rough. <laughs> uh, they went down, scored. I got the ball, uh, threw a pick because, you know, I'm not exactly used to uh, NCAA 14 yet. Uh, when you play Madden for like 10 years, 10 plus years, or, you know, eight years, however long it's been, you get real used to the Madden controls and you go old school and uh, <laughs> don't always work out. But uh, anyways, they went up 14 zip and then I had to try to battle back, baby. I don't even remember the final score, but it wasn't close. I mean, I, I, I did redeem Rocky Top. Ed, shout out to you if you're listening. Me and Ed was hanging out pretty much the whole time few people hopped in and out throughout the whole thing but old ed ed's corner that's uh that's my boy right there shout out to ed's corner shout out to caution flag confessional shout out to hated ball fan band moms rock connor um balls 24 7 or tennessee 24 7 i can't remember v for vfl you guys are all awesome i appreciate you guys hopping in and out of the lives uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just follow me on social media. I go live every Saturday night, 9 p.m. to midnight, and that is Eastern Standard Time. Um, sometimes we go a little later. I think the last two Saturdays I've went to like 3 in the morning because it's just me streaming, talking smack, and, you know, smoking crack. No, I'm just kidding. I don't do that. Um, Got to have clean pee when you drive trucks. You gotta have clean pee. Okay. Getting into the Tennessee Vols this past weekend, and I'm gonna try to keep this, you know, shortish and Swedish. Um, but Tennessee baseball has been rolling. Tennessee Vols softball has been rolling. Uh, uh, I don't have the exact stats for the softball in front of me, but I, th- I want to say they're on like their fourth or fifth shutout, something crazy. Absolutely killing it. Add a, add a girl or add girls. 
killing it. Uh, I watched uh, I watched the Lady Vols basketball game as well the other day. I think they were whipping up on Kentucky from what I remember. Actually, I think they were whipping up on them so good, I finally turned it off and switched back over to the race, which, uh, you know. I only picked three guys. I picked Kyle Busch, Ross Chastain, and Keselowski. All, you know, Bush won. I think Chastain was in third, and Keselowski was like seventh or something. So, won a little bit of money there. Definitely should have dropped five bucks on it, but it is what it is. Um, but, yeah, so... Uh, all around good week. Tennessee baseball it has rose to six and two, so they have won six straight. They started oh you know zero for two, so right off the rip we're like oh oh no we suck again, you know. Uh, same same, but different. Uh. Yeah, I thought, I was like, okay, we are, we're over 2. I thought we was good at baseball. Like, I, I know I'm just coming around, getting caught up on some things. Bitch was stuck in traffic. Uh, you, I, I thought we were good at baseball. <laughs> you know, we went over 2. Then I talked to my buddy, JB, who I'm going to bring on at some point. He's in the process of moving several states away right now. But, um. You know, I was talking to him, and he's like, nah, dude, you know, Grand Canyon's actually pretty good. <clears throat> they got a really good, uh, you know, shortstop prospect. Mm. You know, and he, he was like, I, he's like, you know, don't worry. We're, you know, we're, we're doing pretty good. I was like, all right, well, you know. But, uh, yeah, then we turned around one six straight. Some pretty convincing wins against Dayton. I know it's Dayton, but I'll, I'll take whatever I can get. Um, but, uh yeah, they're doing good. Um, men's basketball team, they got a dub over the weekend there. Uh, Saturday, was it Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. Uh, they whooped up on South Carolina pretty good, which, let, let's be honest, oh, that felt great. <laughs> we beat them 85 to 45. Uh, I know it's not exactly a consolation prize, but it made me feel just a little bit good. Uh I watched that game tip off to tip in tip. Uh, I don't know whatever tip off to roll off. I don't know. I watched it from, you know, from the start to finish. Just, I mean, the balls absolutely doing a phenomenal job. We finally started kind of playing like, you know, we were able to run our offense and do some things and do what we do and what we're good at. Um, we got Josiah Jordan James back, which felt good. Um, got him back. Uh, Tyreek Key was out with an injury, though. And um, Julian Phillips was out with an injury. So still have not got all of our boys back, but uh, was able to get a convincing win. Which South Carolina, I mean, they're 10-19, and 19, not exactly the best team out there. Um, but you know, still, I mean, coming in, coming into, to March Madness, any momentum that you can get is good. Um, the Tennessee Vols, we have one more home game. Uh, it's tonight. If you're listening to this on a Tuesday at 9 PM. So 
I'm sure there's going to be tickets for that. Okay, Arkansas coming to town to watch Tennessee. Uh, or coming to town to play Tennessee. Um, then we got one last road game, and that's that pesky little Auburn team. Um, so we have a game today. And then we have a game March 4th, which I think that might be this weekend. Um, I think that's a Saturday at uh, 2 p.m. Uh, so we got two games left. So obviously, if you could, you know, we lost to Kentucky a couple weeks back, um, lost to Texas A&M. That one was rough. Texas A&M and Kentucky are both ranked now. So give credit where credit's due. But, um, you know, being able to come in and beat South Carolina, if we can beat Arkansas, and then we beat Auburn. Obviously, any mo- you know, any momentum's good. You don't want to, you know, come in with no momentum. But biggest thing is here, guys, like, we got to remember, like, you know, our boys, uh, we've not had a, really a full team on the court this whole year. Um, Josiah Jordan James, he's been in and out again. He missed like 11 of the first 13 or something. I, I don't remember the exact number, but um, he came back, and then he got hurt again earlier in the year. Vescovy got hurt, so he was out. Um, I think he's just now getting to where he's kind of getting a shot back. Uh, you know, and then it's like we, you know, Julian Phillips, Tyreek Key, and just all this stuff, man. It's like we got guys coming in and out, and we haven't had a consistent lineup all year. Um, so when you're looking at, in my opinion, the standings and some of these games that we lost and should have won or whatever, I think that does have a lot to do with it. And maybe not all of it, but a lot. You know, so if you're looking at, um, sorry, I kind of cut out there for a second, driving through some little dead spot there. Um, but so if you're looking at the schedule and you're like, oh my God, what's going on? Why are we not just ripping up on them? I thought we were getting, you know, I think injuries is a big part of it. Um, you know, um, having your quote unquote star players in and out, that's a big deal. It's not, you know, just something to mull over, but Looking at the stats of this game, and I know we're a few days behind here, guys. Again, you know, I've been doing the lives, and I've actually been creating more content. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, um, I've actually been creating some content. There's video editing and just all kinds of stuff going on, just every which direction. Uh, so it's, I guess today's kind of like a post-game, pre-game combo, maybe. But looking at the stats, Tennessee Vols, we went 36-62 for 58%. South Carolina, we held them to just 35% from the floor. So that's that's pretty impressive. Um, we shot 43.5% from three-point. <clears throat> we hit 10 of 23. I mean, that is kind of insane, really, when you look at it. Um, they shot, you know, about 18%. They hit four of them. Um, free throws, <clears throat> didn't get to the free throw line very much. That's my only hang-up with this team, guys, to be honest with you. You know, I know that we like to kind of play the three-point game, but, you know, with the bigs that we have, I think that they're underrated. I think Plotch is underrated. Adu's underrated. You know, Awaka, he can make some things happen, uh, you know, 
Kamwa, I think, is developing into a very well-rounded player. I could see him, if he continues to grow, maybe being a starter in the NBA at some point. Not Maybe not right away, but at some point, if he keeps growing and, and you know, just growing like – I mean, he's like, I think, 6'9", 6'8", or something. But if he can keep just getting better and continuing to thrive and, and do what he's doing, I could see him, you know – having a pretty successful run in the NBA. Um, but um, that that's one of my big things is like, I want to see us get, you know, driving to the hoop. Uh, I want to see us posting up. I mean, you know, I, again, Plotchich, man, when, when he's got his back to, he's actually pretty good at scoring with his back to the basket. <clears throat> a lot of you guys might think like, I don't know why you're so hung up on him, blah, blah, blah. I just, I think he's, very, very underrated and very undervalued. I've made that very clear. Um, also, you know, he's just not getting very many minutes nowadays. You know, Barnes has kind of went with this more slender, athletic, you know, athletic lineup. He's been putting Adu in more and bringing Awaka and Kamwa and, and guys like that in. Also, it's been documented that Rick Barnes doesn't, He's not a huge fan. It's interesting because Rick Barnes is, he's not a huge fan of some of Plotchich's antics. Uh, you know, in my opinion, they don't call him the Serbian nightmare for nothing. Um, you know, like he just, I love the way he plays. I love the intensity he brings. He gets guys pissed off and, you know, they start trying to hack at him and stuff. I just, I love the way he battles. I know it's not, it might not be politically correct at times as far as, you know, jawing with players and sometimes he gets into some shoving matches and sometimes he picks up some penalties and stuff. But when he's on the floor, our guys just feel like they can just, you know, do anything, I feel like. But um, but I like to see, you know, driving to the basket, um, you know, picking up fouls, getting to the line, getting the other team in foul trouble. Like, to me, it's a very simple thing. It's kind of old school, but in my opinion, again, it's just my opinion. That's how I think you win games. But we went three for six from the free throw line. Uh, they went three for seven, so our percentage was a little bit better, but essentially pretty much the same. Uh, they shot one more and missed one, you know. So total rebounds, we had 34. They had 30. 12 of those, 12 of ours was offensive. Now, this is an interesting stat. We had 29 assists. They had eight. Obviously, we scored way more points. A lot of those was coming off of assists. Um, Ziegler, you know, he's really working the alley-oop. Him and Kamwa got a thing going. But, you know, a lot of assists, that's good. That means we're moving the ball around. A lot of, you know, catch and shoot. And, again, you know, like I've said several times, if we can get our guards in catch and shoot situations, they're lots out. Vescovy, Ziegler, Key, um, all those guys, if we get them in catch and shoot situations, they're, you know, lots out. Um, to me, the stat of the game, though, as far as the team stats go, we had four turnovers. They had 14. I mean, that is a huge difference. It doesn't matter how good or bad you are. If, if, you have 10 more turnovers than the other guys in a basketball game. You're, it, that's going to be hard to overcome. Um, a lot of that was just us jumping the passing lanes. Um, we smacked the ball lo loose a few times. Ziegler was running around. Um, he's really good at anticipating, and he's kind of a 
just ball hawk, man. Like, I mean, almost like a, not quite a pickpocket, but, you know, him and some of the, you know, couple of our guys, him and Meshack both, man, they're very good at getting into the throwing lanes and the passing lanes and kind of cutting the passes off. I think, um, I don't remember, it was either Meshack or maybe Ziggler. Uh, one of them cut off a pass towards the top, you know, um, the top of the court there, um, beyond the three-point line and all that, and just had a wide-open, fast break at one point. And I, th- I don't remember, like I said, I, I can't remember who that was uh, or whatever. But, um, but yeah, it was just, I mean, again, you know, we played well as a team. We did everything that we needed to do. That's what you want to see. Now, getting into some statisticals. Um, I switched over to ESPN because, to be honest with you, it's just better. Um, So, looking at some statisticals, I'm just going to run down the list. We're looking at starters versus the bench. And uh, as always, I'm only going to run down the Tennessee Vols stat line because ain't nobody got time for the other team, uh, especially them Gamecocks. Adu had five rebounds, two assists, four points. Uh, that was in 19 minutes. So he didn't have a big, you know, big statistical line. But, you know, I, I do think he brings a lot to the floor. Our guys, you know, like I said, they play well as a team. Kamwa had 27 minutes. He shot five, from t- uh, five of 10 from the floor. Uh, he had eight rebounds, 10 points, five assists. Filling out the stat line nice, doing a little bit of everything, even though his percent, you know. And again, to me, when when you look at someone who shoots around 50%, uh, that means that they're taking, you know, more jump shots and shots from the floor. You know, when anytime you see anything above that, normally they're pretty much, you know, it's like Plotchett or somebody's, you know, kind of shooting close shots. Um, Ziegler, 31 minutes. He went 5 of 7. 3 for four from behind the three-point line. He had two points, 11 assists, 13 points. Nice little stat line. I mean, to me, that's a perfect stat line for a guard, uh, point guard specifically. I mean, double-double, you know, he got you over 10 points, over 10 assists, uh, you know, got a couple rebounds. To me, you know, I don't know that a point guard should necessarily be leading the offense. Again, maybe I'm old school or whatever, but... um, but had a nice little double-double. I think that's his fifth double-double of the year, if I'm not mistaken, too. Mayshack played 29 minutes, dude. I got to tell you, I, I love Mayshack's play. I love what Waka's brought to the floor. Uh, you know, the, these these guys are, I'm, like, some of these younger guys we got coming in, I think, are going to be just lights out. But Mayshack, he's been way more aggressive. If you're listening, buddy, you just keep doing what you're doing. Uh, love watching him in a walk-up play, especially when they're on the floor together. But he had 29 minutes. He uh, had five, or he went five for seven from the uh, the court. Two for two from beyond the three-point line. So he's actually getting involved there as well. Six rebounds, two assists, 14 points. I mean, doing doing it all, right? Uh, Vescovy, 25 minutes. Uh, he had a little bit of a weird game there. He shot three for 12 from the field, one for nine from the three-point line. 
but he did have four rebounds, four assists, and seven points. You know, again, uh, you know, a little bit of a weird game. It seems like, you know, and I know it's basketball, like you're not always going to have everybody on every every game, but it's like, man, if we could just get everybody on. <laughs> nah, just kidding. But, like, no, nah, Vescovy, you know, again, even when he's not shooting the ball well, he's pivotal to have on the floor. Normally he's creating some steals, creating a little havoc. Um, you know, and that's one stat. Actually, let me look at all stats here because I am curious about the steals. So Ziegler had three steals. Meshack had two steals. Vescovy had one steal. Um, Adu also had three blocks. So, again... You know, just because you're looking at, at a stat line, you know, you, you may not see a lot of points, a lot of rebounds, whatever. But, you know, that's why, to be honest with you, I wanted to switch over to ESPN because they kind of give you all the statisticals. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so everybody – what I like about Rick Barnes' team is everybody kind of has a role and everybody kind of knows their role. Uh, Adu, you know, he knows he's not expected to put up 15 points every game. What he brings <clears> – <throat> His low intensity, you know, he's actually a pretty decent on-the-ball defender, but, you know, down in the post, he's a good defender, um, you know. But, again, three blocks. Uh, you know, Adu had three blocks, five rebounds. Um, you know, that that's an important stat line, in my opinion. Um, Ziegler and Meshack combined for five of the 14 steals. Like, that's an important stat, you know. Like, it, it all adds up. Vescovy, you know, he brought seven points to the board, but he also had four rebounds, four assists, a steal. You know, these are important stats. Um, but heading on over to the bench. Let me scroll on back over here. Keep in mind, I am, like, driving to work, so I'm trying to, you know, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't announce that. But, um some notables, Awaka went two for two from the field. He had one rebound. Uh, now, keep in mind, he, he only played 14 minutes, but he had one rebound. Um, that's really one rebound and four points. Uh, make sure I'm reading that right. Yep. Plochich, my boy, went five for five from the field in 17 minutes. Um, 0 for 2 from the free throw line, but he was drawing some fouls. That's good. That's what, what you want to see. Also, um, going back to the free throw stats, uh, Mayshack went 2 for 2 from the free throw line. So he was getting there, knocking them down. That's good. Um, you know, back to Plochic. Plochic had, he only got one rebound. Um, Yeah, one rebound, 10 points. You know, all those came from the floor. Um, let's see. B.J. Edwards, he got 10 minutes. He got a few extra minutes there. He went one for three from the floor. Um, had two assists. That's actually pretty good. I mean, two assists in 10 minutes is not bad. Um, 
then the only other notable, Josiah Jordan-James, he came off the bench 21 minutes. Yeah, he actually played great, guys. Like, he looked like he was feeling it, and he played great. It was fantastic to see. But uh, 21 minutes, he went 7 for 11 from the floor, 4 for 7 from the three-pointer, uh, two rebounds, one assist for a total of 18 points. He was... The Vols' leading scorer, I do believe. Let me look. I don't want to misquote y'all there. Yes, he was the Vols' leading scorer. So, as far as scoring, Josiah Jordan-James had 18. Meshack had 14. Ziegler had 13. Um, you know, Plotchich, again, one stat, and, and some of y'all are going to laugh because, like, I know y'all think I'm just like – some of y'all think I'm crazy for being so hung up on Plotchich, but I did the research. One stat line that I think is interesting, guys. I just want to throw this out there. Okay. Um, oh, wow. I just seen one of my coworkers, and he's just now leaving. I don't know what the hell he's uh, I don't know what he's smoking today. Um, but, yes, stat line that I thought was notable. Okay. As far as Plotchich goes. Okay. Now, this may not seem like a big deal. Okay. Uh, to me it is, but it may not seem like a big deal. Okay. In the losses this year, the Tennessee balls, the basketball, the basketballs in their losses. Okay. Which is what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight losses so far. Uh, in the eight losses this season, Plotchich has averaged 11 and a quarter minutes, 11.25 minutes in the losses. Okay. In the wins, okay, the 20, is it 20 or 21? 20 or 21 wins that we have, he's averaged. 12.95, so basically 13 minutes in the wins. Now, there's one game that he didn't play at all, and I can't remember if he was hurt or, you know, Barnes had him sitting on the bench teaching him a lesson or what. I don't remember what happened there. There's one game he, he got zero minutes in that was a win, and I think that was against LSU, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. But, again, don't remember what happened there. But in the wins... He averages 13.95. If you exclude the game, he didn't even play a single minute in. Um, if you exclude that one, he was 13, or he averages 13.6 minutes. Okay. I'm not saying he's the key by any means because earlier in the year, Meshack wasn't getting a lot of minutes. I think Meshack is way undervalued for what he does off the ball. Um, you know, rebounds, steals, intensity, defense, all that stuff. I, I actually like, you know, I like Meshack as a starter. The problem is I don't know where you put him exactly. Um, you would almost have to bench Ziegler or Vescovy, and I don't know that that's necessarily the best way to go. Um, but, you know, I, I like what Meshack brings to the table, uh, and I think he's going to be a good player long term. But, in the games that I've watched, and again, I don't know. Maybe, you know, I'm just, I'm looking for Plotchich. I don't know. But, you know, I've been saying all year when he's on the floor, things happen. 
Um, the intensity comes up. Just I don't I don't know how to describe it, but things just happen. Okay. Um, the other team starts getting flustered, beat up, whatever. Okay, in winning games, he averages about. Uh, my math's not great, but he averages about two point two five more minutes. That's all I'm saying. I did the research. That's all I'm saying. Okay, just an interesting stat. You guys can digest that however you want. Um, you know, there's been some losses that he's played a decent amount of minutes in because guys got hurt or whatever. And then there's been some wins that he didn't play a lot. Of, but for the most part, when you start looking at all those wins, he's averaging, you know, 12, 13, 15, you know, plus minutes a game on the ones that, you know, some of the, the other losses, I mean, it's, you know, 10 minutes, nine minutes. There were some three-minute games in there, stuff like that, okay? In my opinion, I think he's too valuable just sitting there on the bench. Like, I think if AD's not in, Blotches should be in and vice versa. But, yeah, um, you know, just food for thought, okay? Just food for thought. Um, now, one thing I do want to wrap up with is baseball real quick. Again, baseball's been on a tear. Some of you guys were asking, like, what's up with Vitello? What's up with Vitello? What's up with Coach V? What's up with Vinatelio? You know, because, like, nobody knows how to pronounce anything in Knoxville. Um, so, again, you know, I actually, I've got to fess up a little bit. I have not done... Or up until this point, I have not done any kind of like research whatsoever. Um, but, you know, I'll be honest with you. I haven't done a lot of research up to this point. The other night, I intended on having JB on. He's my baseball guy. I figured, you know, this happened like the day before. So I was like, oh, he's going to have to low down, you know. Um, so I don't want to say that I was being a little lazy, but I was kind of being a little lazy. Um, but, um, you know, I hadn't really researched it that much because in my opinion, I'm like, hey, what, whatever it was, it's going to be a slap on the wrist anyways, if we even get the whole story and, you know, whatever. Um, so I hadn't really done much research up to that point. Uh, a lot of you guys kept asking me, I felt bad for not really knowing. I was like, okay, maybe I should care more. I don't know. In my opinion, I was like, well, you know. Whatever it is, he's going to be a slap on the wrist. He's going to miss a few games. He'll be back. Not a big deal. Um, so I did do some research because I wanted to give you guys a, you know, educated opinion. By the way, there's going to be a little background noise here for a second. But uh, just bear with me for a second. But I wanted to give you guys an educated opinion because, you know, I feel like I owe that much to you. Um, but... You know, so apparently what happened and just for the record, okay, we don't everything that I've read. We don't actually know. There's a lot of speculating going on. A lot of people that think they know things that are not official. Okay. Um, for those of you who don't know, we picked up a shortstop transfer that has not played yet he got cleared monday he should probably be playing in our next game um but you know 
He's he's not officially been clear or he's not played yet. He just got cleared, you know. Uh, like I said, Monday, but he. A lot of people think that there's some kind of violation with that, like an NCAA type violation with that. That you know, we took a little lead off of first on. Maybe talked to him too early. Some people are saying that we were talking to him while he's still playing with his other team. You know, I don't know about all that. I'm not going to speculate and add to noise, especially on something that I don't know for sure. Uh, I could be like everybody else and sit around and talk at the barbershop, I guess, and just spread a bunch of stuff around I don't actually know. But um, my thing is, you know, I don't know if, if it was that, if it was something else, but what I read, and this is Gordon to Knox News, was that... Um, this little investigation, this suspension, this whatever, this was like a mutual thing between Coach V and the university. It was not a NCAA violation. It was not a NCAA, um, you know, it wasn't a NCAA, um, what's the word I'm looking for, suspension or anything like that. The NCAA really was not involved. It, this was a, hey, we noticed this happened. Not cool, bro. You know, all right, well, I'll tell you what, you know, my bad. Uh, how you want to handle this? Like, ah, let's do a three-game suspension. Let's check some things out. If it clears, you're good, you know, kind of thing. It was a mutual thing. Now, they're not telling us what he did, okay? I'm not seeing anything official from any source yet as far as what he did okay um, some people on lives was telling me that you know he broke some rule during a game or something and you know they're gonna you know penalize him for that yeah i don't know there, there's all this stuff floating around but i have not seen you know by all means if you find something email me um, go to bigdrewski.com slash contact send me an email if you find something, you know, an article you want me to look at, whatever. Um, if you're listening to this and there's something you want me to cover, send me an email there as well. But I've not seen anything official as far as what he did. So whatever he did, it's between him and the university, not the university and the NCA and all that. And it's 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 whatever he did is is between them and they're not really talking about it. So again, maybe it was you know, the whole deal with the shortstop, maybe it wasn't, maybe, you know, he slept with somebody's wife, I don't know, I don't know, again, I'm, I'm just making stuff up, um, I don't know, don't know, maybe he ripped the tag off a mattress, and they found out about it, and categorically, you know, just said, no, can't be doing that, I don't know, I'm just making stuff up, um, but it's between him and the university. The university is the ones that, you know, they come, you know, him and them, whatever, came to the agreement on what they're going to do about it. That's all I know, okay? Uh, and we may or may not ever figure out. In my opinion, you know, if it's, if it's not like, you know, NCAA related and it's not front page news, whatever it may be, you know, it's like, okay, well, uh, whatever, it, you know. Is like, I guess it doesn't affect my day is how I'm looking at it. 
A lot of people are saying, no, it's a cover up. It's conspiracy. No, I, I don't, I don't know. It doesn't affect my day. I don't think it should yours either. Uh, obviously people are going to talk smack and say, you know, whatever, but you know, University of Tennessee's dirty and uh, you know, whatever, whatever they're going to say. Um, nobody cares when you're, you know, three and 14 if you have any violations that's all i'm saying it's when you start getting good at stuff that's when all of a sudden everybody starts having problems with everything that you're doing so um, keep on being salty haters as well look at that stuff but hopefully you guys got something out of this uh, i always appreciate doing them i appreciate all the new likes follow shares tweets retweets all that stuff you guys are blowing facebook up right now um, as far as TikTok goes, um, to those of you that are still on TikTok, um, obviously, um, I'm not going to abandon you, but to be honest with you, TikTok has been the most just difficult platform that I've had to work with so far. Um, they just are, you know, um... I don't know, I can't, I don't know how to describe it without going all the way into it. I'm just not going to go all the way into it. But, you know, they, it's not as open of a dialogue as what I, I would like with me and, and my peeps. For one, um, the tightness of restrictions and things that they do is not, I'm not a fan of it. Um, you know, the only thing that I, I've done and, they, you know, they slapped me with a, and I, again, if you want to hear the whole thing, go back and listen to the TikTok sucks episode, but you know, they hit me with some like, you know, bullish violation. And they said, I was like, basically they said I was trying to bully people or something, which is not the case. I don't bully people. Um, I get on there and I joke around and, and, and whatever. I don't even really attack people personally or anything like that. I get people that come at me and say very, very mean things all the time. I get people that call me fat and they say my beard looks stupid and, you know, whatever and all this stuff. And they attack me personally all the time, which I guess is okay as far as TikTok's concerned. Um, you know, but if I go back and forth with them at all, you know, especially when they initiate things. And and you guys that watch the lives, you know. But, you know, um, this, there's this guy that was on there one time talking about Will Levis. And I was like, no, he's overrated. He's overrated. You know, just just being stupid and silly and talking about that. And But throughout that live, you know, my and I, it's weird to call them fans, but, you know, some of them actually are fans. They, they're a fan of me, not just, you know, whatever. But... They were trying to run up the likes and say, no, let's get him a stream key. We got to get him a stream key. TikTok is still not giving me a stream key. Only platform that hasn't, by the way. Um, no, let's get him a stream key. Well, finally, I and I was drinking a little bit, but I was like, ah, you know what? If they're not going to give me a stream key, then screw them. Y'all just head on over to Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, blah, 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 all this stuff. I started sending them elsewhere, and then all of a sudden... First time ever, boom, got hit with a violation. They said I was bullying, and I'm like, okay. Well, ever since then, my algorithms and stuff have been affected, and people saying, oh, yeah, whatever, you're full of it. 
I mean, you explain to me, right, how you do the same thing in, you know, every day, day in, day out, and you go from, you know, thousands of new likes and, you know, followers and stuff a week, you're hitting three point whatever million views within, you know, it's like, oh, I hit three million views within 90 days. That's pretty cool. Oh, hey, look, I hit, you know, two million views in 28 days. That's pretty cool. And then all of a sudden it drops down to, you know, eh, well, 20,000 is better than nothing, I guess. Now, I got people telling me, like, oh, dude, I don't know what's up, man. I'm not even getting notifications that you're going live like I used to. That's weird. I mean, what am I supposed to think? Right? So, uh, I'm not saying I'm abandoning TikTok or anything like that. It's still going to be available for you guys that have it. But just know that Facebook is where my attention is at currently. So, if you were on Facebook, I would recommend that you follow me on there because that is where you know, quote, unquote, my heart is right now, um, and, t you know, Facebook is, they're doing me right, they're, you know, they're really hooking me up, and I appreciate them for that, but this has been the Little Tangerine Show again, I'm Big Drewski, I appreciate all you guys so much for everything that you guys have done, until next time, Big Drewski, and I'm out, baby, peace.